All right, welcome everybody. BC here, another episode of Supreme Being. Uh, this week, you're going to get three episodes. I did a surprise episode last night. Shout out to Nehemiah. I interviewed him. Uh, dude is killing it. He got in real estate at 22. By 24, he's already going to crack six figures and he's doing very, very well. So make sure you check out that episode prior to this one. First and foremost, this podcast is sponsored by my real estate team, which is now nationwide. Now, if you need anything real estate, contact me personally or go to teambcsold.com. Shoot me a message. Number two, if you're in the real estate industry and you're interested in working with me and being a part of Team BC, uh, you can go to partnerwithteambc.com. Watch that video. If you like what you hear, schedule a call with us. All right. And lastly, Modern Success. That's my community. Uh, it's been booming lately. I've been having a lot of people join my mentorship and my coaching. I think we've had six signups in the last 48 hours, which is very, very solid. If you're interested, go to the link in my Instagram bio, or you can go to briancasella.com. The links are in the description of my YouTube videos, this podcast, and everywhere else. All right, let's begin. So one thing I have been alluding to a lot recently and talking to people about is uh, elevating their consciousness, right? I get a lot of questions in regards to that, being more aware of things. And when I say consciousness, think awareness. That way you don't get confused. That's basically what it is, a heightened awareness um, and what we're looking for here is being detached and not getting caught up in yourself, right? Here's one example. For a lot of people, it's tough for them to have a higher awareness or elevated consciousness in the context of uh, social gatherings and social environments, social dynamics, whatever the hell you want to call it. Most people, if they enter a room full of strangers, they become very self-conscious, meaning all their attention is on them and they're stuck and they feel like they're stuck in their body and their emotions. Right? It's rare to find somebody walk in confident right? and all their attention is out there. Most people, all their attention is in here. So that's uh, one of the most real references I can give you because most people are going to struggle with that. All right? uh, that was a hurdle for me, has been for a lot of people, and conquering that really has helped me tremendously in all areas of my life. So I've looked and dedicated myself to you know, raising my awareness and consciousness in, in a lot of things. So I want to discuss it a little bit. And then give you some pointers to help you in your life because this is one of those things that's not really talked about. It gets swept under the rug by a lot of people. It gets mislabeled. Or it's one of those like people call it fluff because a lot of people have infiltrated the social media space and they teach bullshit. Meaning all they do is label something, right? What they do is they'll create a video, content, a product, their own book, which is basically... Um, you know, positivity or motivation or something like that, right? It's just their story, but then they'll label it as, oh, here's some, some ways to elevate your consciousness. Here's some ways to increase your mindset and make your mindset stronger. But in reality, in reality it's bullshit. And that's why you're seeing right now a lot, especially on YouTube, and I'm kind of getting tired of it. Every fucking suggested video, even though I don't watch this stuff at all, is this person's fake or this person's talking shit about this person. Oh, fake guru this, fake guru that. And I get it at the same time, right? You need to be able to recognize it and say, okay, what are some practical things that I can learn that aren't motivation or positivity, right? We have to like graduate beyond that. And what's happening is people are creating a platform, spending money on ads, and they regurgitate the same lines from books. The difference with a lot of the stuff that I talk about, and I don't talk about everything. There's certain things that I talk about. It's I've learned, right? From reading, of course, some books, but a lot of it has been taking practical information and gathering data from my experience doing certain things like real estate and sales and you know, going to social gatherings and really immersing myself in those environments for a long time, taking a lot of action, then coming back to you and saying, these are my results, 
this is where I was stuck. This is what I did to make it better. So that's why a lot of the, the teachings that I have in my programs and you know, some of the products that I have, it's different because I'm speaking from experience. I'm not just fucking puppeting a book to you. So when a lot of people come to me asking me, oh, this video was great. What books are you reading? Well, it's not a fucking book, right? I might've talked about on that video about some things I learned in a book or two six years ago, but 80, 90% of what I'm teaching in that video has been the experience that I've gathered with it to then speak to you from the perspective of having climbed that mountain. And that's what you want. So when we talk about uh, consciousness, there's a lot, right? First is, I, I think a lot of people, uh, they misunderstand the word, but number two, it's just bringing a heightened awareness. So here's an example, right? How many people, am I on Coke, Jesus Christ? I love when I get that question. Why would you ask me that? Why do I get that? Because I have energy? I don't get it. No, I don't take any drugs at all. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you asked that though, dude. It always cracks me up. I've been accused of that for so fucking long, right? Um, so case in point, right? We're thinking of elevating awareness. Now, many of you, many of you, let's take a task, a mundane task, like reading a book, right? Reading a book. How many of you struggle with reading a book, right? You don't have to answer live if you're watching me live, right? Or if you're driving, you know, your car, right? Think to yourself, do you struggle with maybe being distracted in a sense? Okay. Being able to focus. Okay. A lot of people do. I used to. I used to, in quotes, hate reading because I could not, I could not focus. So that is a huge issue for people because what you have there is the lack of the ability to focus and block out distraction. So if I'm getting distracted, what that means is many things out there are distracting these attention units, which you have a finite amount. Yes, I'm in Zoom. You have a finite amount of attention units and they're easily hijacked by something else. So if you're trying to elevate your consciousness and your awareness, you have to be able to take control of these attention units. Okay. And we all have a finite amount because your attention, your conscious attention can only do so much. Subconsciously, you, you see everything, you hear everything. It's just only certain things are brought into your awareness because you cannot overload your conscious awareness. So if we take that example of not being able to read, that tells me you have an issue with the subject indirectly, right? That same issue you have there reading is going to show up when you're in a conversation with somebody, right? In a communication and you're not really listening to what they're saying. You're distracted looking, you know, like somebody brought up women, you're checking them out, right? You're looking at their eyes, their lips or something like that, instead of paying attention to what the fuck it is that they're saying. So you're missing things. You have a lower level of awareness because you can't focus it. That's one of those tools. Because I can, in a sense, surrender myself to that if I want and be distracted. But why would I want to do that? That's when you're floating. That's when you're susceptible to being influenced and messed up. You have to be able to focus your attention. Same thing with uh, <clears throat> trying to hit this constant state of meditation throughout the day where you're good. So yes, I meditate in the morning and I have a routine with that. I always have for a long time now. However, my intention is to have a constant state of a meditation-like feeling, right? And, and, and consciousness, we can say. That's why I'm not so easily distracted. That's why I can keep my emotions in check and not sway too much to the left or to the right. And what I mean by the left and the right is extremes. 
you're not going to see me indulge in extremes. You're never going to see me, you know, on video, um, unless it's for a specific reason, like, you know, yelling and, and just being like emotionally out of control. If I do have a, a, a yelling moment or something intense, it's going to be strategic. It's going to be because I knew I had to do it in that moment and I chose to do it. It's not going to be some shit where I'm just out of control. Like people who get mad in traffic, somebody cuts them off. What do they do? They have an uncontrollable outburst. Okay. Now I fall into that pattern every once in a while, but I immediately laugh it off and it's rare now. So this is one of those lifelong commitments of things that you have to do. Now it's boring to a lot of people because I can't tangibly say, well, this is what you're going to get. You're going to make this type of money. You're going to get this type of attention, but we can't. It's just one of those things that you have to experience yourself to say, ah, I get what he's talking about now. And in reality, besides the business numbers and all that, a lot of the stuff that I teach in this realm to students, they don't have that aha or click until they achieve it. So how can I quantify it on paper for somebody and say, oh, this is what you're going to do. I can say, yeah, you're going to feel better. You're going to feel more calm. You're going to be more uh, productive because you're going to be less distracted. But even that to a lot of people, that's not quantifiable, you know, because I'm not specifically saying, well, you're going to recuperate 3.6 hours of your day and your mood is going to be 86% better. Like I can't do that because we can't put numbers on this shit. But it's one of those things where I can say, look, if you do this, man, the results are going to be great, but it's a lifelong commitment. This is something that nobody we can say, masters, right? Because it's a lifelong study. And if you get good at it, you're still at it every single day. But we have to start nitpicking these things. So when we go back to the attention units, again, you have the finite amount of attention units. So can we, as an individual, take control of that and say, okay, I'm going to put all of my attention units on this. A focused mind is powerful. A stuck mind is not. A distracted mind is not. A focused mind is powerful. Period. End of story but it can't be stuck. Meaning if you can't take it off something or you're so stubborn with a belief or philosophy that you now have a better belief, belief or philosophy that can be uploaded to improve you, but you don't want to let go of this belief or philosophy that you have now because you're stuck, that's a weak mind. That is a very weak mind. But the ability to focus, right? We look up to people like that. We look at like the highest level actors and athletes who, who possess that, right? And we're like, man, that's really cool. But again, that's a tool that you harness over and over. That's a sword that you sharpen continuously by applying it. I remember, again, when I started reading as a, as a form of self-education, it was difficult for me in the beginning to stay focused. It really was. But you fast forward a month or two in to me doing it on a daily basis, and it became super simple for me to read. It was just automatic. It was no problem at all. Just automatic. Boom, boom, boom. Now I can sit there. I could probably be in the middle of a club with loud music and I can read. And is it, is it going to be the ideal environment? No, but I still truly believe that I could read at pretty much my normal pace and still absorb when I'm reading because I can kind of tune that stuff out by focusing on the book. You know, another exercise that I can give people on the flip side is to like go out, you know, put your phone down, go out for a walk outside, maybe next to a stream or something, right? I have something pretty close to my house here, which is pretty cool. And just sit there in silence. Can you do that? Or is your mind, right? That's why so many people struggle to shut things off or go to sleep. I could have a full-blown conversation with 10 people and then say, okay, I'm going to sleep, turn over and boom, I fall asleep. No problem. 
because I'm in that constant zone, we can say. And when my intention units, I'm like, hey, okay, go to sleep. Boom, we go to sleep. Yes, this has a pentagram on it. I also have it tattooed right here. So when we're looking at this, it's a process, number one. Two, it has a lot to do with your emotions as well because one of the phases of this is you need to be a being that lives more so on the side of logic and reason than emotions. You see, this is, this is an issue for most people. You cannot deduce. You cannot um, use your intellect when you're, when you're um, stuck in your emotions. It's impossible. Then, again, you will be distracted because emotions are outbursts. Emotions for most people are uncontrollable. But when you live on the side of logic and reason, it's much easier for you to be calculated, to have a dialogue with somebody and really listen, right? Imagine you're so emotional when someone's talking to you, they trigger you with a word, and now you just fire off. And now what was a pleasant communication or maybe a sale or whatever the context is, fill in the blank, you now don't have control and you just killed the sale or you killed that relationship or friendship or whatever. So we need to get to logic and reason. That keeps you centered. That keeps you in a better position. Now, I can sit there in silence. I can sit there and listen to somebody and really listen. I can read a book. I can sit in my car and drive and I have to use music. That's another one. How many people can't drive in a car or do, or do anything without having some sort of noise or music in the background? That's not normal. People are like, oh man, you need to put some music on. It's too silent. You're going to drive me crazy. What? That's not normal. That's somebody who needs an outside source or stimulus to keep them going. That is going to put you many notches lower on the scale, if we're going to give it one, of consciousness. What I just said is so ingrained in our society and people suffer it you know, so we can say badly, if we're going to put a word on it, right? That what is the, what is the number one form of punishment for somebody, right? We, we put them in the prison. What is it? Solitary confinement. Why? Because they have to sit with themselves and in silence. And that breaks people mentally because they can't handle it. It's that same symptom that I just said where they need music or something, some outside stimulus. Again, that's not normal. But again, we've been conditioned to be that way. That's getting worse now with phones. Ding, bong, bing, dong, bong, boom, text message, phone call, blah, 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 blah. You're getting wired for that instant gratification that lowers your consciousness. How many people now, they're like, oh shit, he's right. Now their phone is going to ding after this podcast. And even though they don't want to, they're still going to uh, reach for the phone or look, right? Crazy. So as I start looking at all these things, I'm like, man, this is, this is nuts. This is a subject that people don't understand. But there's these li literal like daily things that I just described that a lot of people, they can't do it. If I tell somebody, hey, sit in silence for 10 minutes to them, 
They're like, man, that's a fucking eternity. What do I do? What do you mean sit in silence for 10 minutes? Cool. You don't have to do it forever. Just 10 minutes. Because whatever I'm saying, it's not like that has to be your whole existence. No, but it's the ability to be able to do it. Can you do it? Sure. That doesn't have to be you. Can you do it? Can you sit in silence for 30 minutes and read and not look at your phone? Cool. Can you then go in the social gathering and be okay? Perfect. And focus on the conversations. Great. Right? We need to have mastery over these things. Also, social savvy. That's part of having an elevated awareness. When people say, hey, can't you get a hint in social situations? What is that? Awareness. Someone's social awareness in that context, again, of, of, of a social gathering is low. That's why they can't get a hint. See, so there's levels to this stuff. But we don't focus on this because this is boring. We just want the, the magical formula to become a millionaire. But this has to do with self, self-mastery, wanting to be self-reliant, wanting to be uh, somebody who can use their logic and reason, critical thinking, being able to detach, right? Part of this is what I said in the beginning when I talked about detachment. Can you run a movie in your head without being in it? Can you run a movie in your head of something you did or something you saw while you are sitting in the theater watching it happen on the screen and it's you doing it? Can you do that? Can you objectively detach from things? Because that's part of this game too. You see? Because now that emotion that you were feeling the moment you put it out and maybe it was a conversation between you and somebody, instead of seeing it, you and them right here, put yourself, your awareness outside of it and see your physical being talking to the other person and watch how things change very quickly. Now, if you have trouble doing that, that's because you don't use your imagination enough. This, this mechanism has been hijacked because we don't use it. But when we tell people, do exercises like visualization, right? Harness and work and sharpen your tool. As a kid, your imagination was boundless. Untouchable. But it's been slowly taken away. And you've been forced and programmed to think and feel and speak and carry yourself different ways. That got stripped away from you as a child. The goal is to get back to that, that type of freedom and use of imagination. That's where the happiness is. That's, that's where the limitless is. That's where the goal setting is. When the kid's five and he says he wants to be you know, an astronaut, you could have the world tell him he's not going to do it. And he'll say, screw you, I'm going to do it. Versus now you're an adult and one person tells you, oh, you're not going to be able to do that. Ah, you shouldn't do that. And you're like, ah, you're right. I shouldn't. And you suddenly doubt yourself. But as the five-year-old version of you would have said, screw you, dude, I'm going to do it. I said, I'm going to do it. So isn't it crazy that we... <laughs> We had more of like an, uh, an elevated consciousness, we can say, as a kid, in a sense, but it got, it got dimmed. It got dumbed down by society and all the conditioning that we go through. So this is something that is more of a process of stripping away than it is adding. You see, it's not adding. It's relearning in, in many cases and stripping away some of these, these limiting beliefs and philosophies and actions and habits and patterns that we were given. That's really all it is. The more I look into it, yeah, I've read a lot. I've studied a lot. I've learned a tremendous amount of techniques in you know, a linguistic technology, psychological technology. I've learned a lot about evolution, DNA of human beings, the history, right, of mankind. But really, on a just personal level, interacting with other human beings, carrying myself through this world, a lot of what I exhibit and have been able to do has been more of a stripping away than it has been adding. 
if that makes sense. Reconditioning, right? By taking away, again, old programs. If we're going to look at the brain as a computer, deleting and removing and uninstalling these programs that I was given over the years, doing a, a disk cleanup of the mind. And yeah, maybe adding a few new softwares, but getting back to that original platform and program that was there, which was already super powerful, but they got messed up because dust got in it and they cut the power cord, right? Or they moved it around and you didn't even know. So now it's a matter of getting back to that base. From that base, you can build to wherever you want. So moving forward, what are some of these steps that we're going to take every day? You know, I am constantly learning every day. I'm looking at every single behavioral pattern that I have and saying, okay, does this contribute towards me being more of an elevated awareness or not? You know, I ask you today, right? Right now it's 718 on the West Coast. How much of your day do you remember? That will tell you your, your, your level of awareness today. Can you remember pretty much every 30 minutes or hour of the day? Or are you like, fuck, I don't remember anything. I'll go on a, a car ride with people for 30 minutes and say, do you remember anything about the car ride? And they don't remember shit. Where I can say, hey, we took this route, we did this. I saw that sign, there was two people over there. I'm very aware of that stuff. Even here, sitting here in my office, there's a lot of sounds that I can pick up on that come from my neighborhood that I know if you ask my neighbors, they wouldn't pick up on it. That's just a heightened level of awareness that many of you can have. You just have to say, okay, I'm going to work on it and focus on it. Not, I want a new car or some other stuff, which is great, but that can't be your entire focus. Some of this other stuff that will enhance your humanity, your experience of life that's not outside of you, it's inside of you. This is what makes life better. This is why all the questions you ask me, how to stay motivated, blah, 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 all that basic you know, level questioning that many of you ask me, this is how it's handled. It's not through some of that other stuff that you think it is. It's handled here, 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 inside, not outside, okay? With that said, guys, we'll end it here. Appreciate you being here. Uh, this podcast we do every Monday and Wednesday. Normally, I'll give you two episodes. Some uh, weeks, I'll give you three. If you guys need anything uh, real estate, go to teambcsold.com and shoot us a message, or you can message me personally. Uh, number two, if you guys are interested and you're a part of the real estate world and you want to join me and my team, uh, go to partnerwithteambc.com, watch that video. If you like what you hear, then schedule a call with us. And lastly, Modern Success, these are the type of topics that I geek out on, on my coaching program and for my tribe. Shout out to the MS family. We'll see you on Sunday for the lecture. Uh, if you guys are interested in joining, go to the link in my bio on Instagram, or you can go to briancasella.com. All right, that's it for this episode. We'll see you next week, same place, same time. Peace.